Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is Meditation and Mindfulness with Rabbi Adam Klickfeld. This meditation is going to be not anchored in a Jewish um, source or idea or text, but a more generic mindfulness approach, which is goes by the following uh, witticism, which is that there are two challenges when you're confronting meditation, two things that can go wrong, a failure to start and a failure to end. What that means is that it's hard to transition from work, email, errand, food, drink, bodily issues to get into a true meditative place. And so sometimes we are reluctant or we're not reluctant, but we're incapable of actually starting it, of entering into it. And then the other challenge is to have it end with a real ending so that that marker has a certain boundary to it and that we can import from the experience into the rest of our day. But we also package the experience up. It happened, it's over, and now we're on to the next thing. We don't want to linger in a a trance. Uh, We might think we want to be mindful all day. We want to be mindful, lowercase m, all day. But we live our life in between the moments of mindfulness, uh, informed by it, calmed by it, anchored by it. But we also need to give ourselves permission for that mindfulness moment uh, to end uh, and to move into the next part of our life. So um, with that in mind, and welcome, uh, Judy, to the Zoom. Uh, I'm not going to... Re- I'm not going to repeat what I just said in terms of uh, what, our, what our theme is today, but it'll be self-explanatory as we get into the mode. So if you haven't already, I invite you all to close your eyes. Start feeling what it means to no longer hold in any kind of tension muscles that can be relaxed. We constantly hunch our shoulders up, let them drop. We're constantly clenching the muscles around our eyes, allow them to be supple. We hold so much tension in our brows that are so often furrowed. Just imagine you have a magic wand and both to the lines of anxiety on your face and even the lines of age, you can just flatten it all out. Imagine your face as smooth as a baby's face. The muscles that are most engaged right now are the muscles that support the spine, the core muscles that allow you to sit up straight with nice right angles. muscles, if you wish, that allow your face to be facing forward rather than drooping down. But if you'd like to have your chin droop, you can do that as well. Orient yourself to where you are in the chair or couch you find yourself in, where that is within the room 
you are in, where that room is within the home or office or structure you're in, where that structure is within the town or the city you are in, pulling out to where that city can be found on the map, pull out so you see almost the world entire with a minuscule dot indicating your presence. And if you wish, you could pull out to the universe a Carl Sagan view of all that is real. Noticing how small you are. And yet you hold a point in the map that is unique to you. No one else is in the exact spot in the universe where you find yourself. And so see yourself there in that locus and then connect to the piece of this experience which is decoupled from locus. You might be physically sitting in that chair, in that room, in that building, in that city, in that state, in that country, in that world. But in the expanse of your mind, you transcend all of that. You are everywhere. You are nowhere. You are all time. You are beyond time. You live in your body and yet your soul has somehow been released to connect the power of the universe itself. Too often we fail to begin. The door is closed. The lock is locked. The steps up too high. The barriers in our mind. Too often we fail to start this meditation and this mindfulness. What is making it hard for you to start today. What are your obstacles? What is catching your fall, but you don't want it to be caught? What nets or entanglements are ensnaring you as you attempt to descend deeper and deeper and deeper and more soulfully into this precious moment. Too often we fail to start. We're nervous about what the experience may be. We don't know if we deserve this cocoon. It won't help much anyway. 
it's not going to help so much. Why do it? Those are the voices that keep us at the door, keep us descending. Watch yourself navigate around your version of these locked doors and enter and start and release and give yourself this gift. Too often we fail to start, but not today. We have started. We are holding this space and we are held by this space. We are nurturing this protected space and we are nurtured by this protected space. We created it and we are of it and we are in it. And too often we fail to end. It's so delightful in here. We don't want to leave this womb. We emerge with a stupor. We don't know what to take from this moment which lives and exists on its own, but can be connected to every future moment we live today. Too often we fail to end. What burst of an image will you carry with you today, consciously or unconsciously? What feeling in your body do you want to linger? What self-knowledge or self-awareness emerged from these minutes How do we end with intent? How do we have this moment of meditative mindfulness be both its own end, its own reward, and also be useful as we come to the end? as we come up from the depths, as we sense the edge of the abyss about to burst back into our Wednesdays, into our lives, into our offices, into our work, but with this moment deeply embedded within us. Too often we fail to begin. Too often we fail to end. Today we began. 
And now we complete. When you're ready, you can open your eyes. We come back to the visual cues, telling us exactly where we are and when we are and who we are. And I'm going to share the screen and we're going to say the closing meditation prayer three times. May we and all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. And may we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. I say to you all, shalom and namaste. And it's great to spend this time with you. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.